Hey friends, welcome back to the Love Your People Well podcast. Today we are going to be talking about how we find our joy in the Lord and why that is so meaningful for our lives. Because I don't know about you, but when I am feeling overwhelmed, when I'm dealing with bad news or a really tough situation, a difficult season of life, Rejoicing in the Lord is not always my first uh, line of thinking. <laughs> I think that's pretty common. Um, this this is a broken world. We all go through trials. We deal with a lot of struggles. And yet, if you read through the pages of Scripture over and over again, God is telling us, shout for joy to the Lord. Rejoice always. Even though God acknowledges life is going to be tough, there's going to be trials, it's going to be really difficult sometimes, he still calls on us to praise him, to worship him. And so we're going to explore that a little bit today. We're going to open the Bible to Psalm 100, and we're going to take a look at what can we learn from this beautiful, pretty short psalm about how we have joy in the Lord and why that changes our lives. So if you are excited about this topic, let me just encourage you right now, if you are not spending time with the Lord every day, if you're not in his word, if you're not praying and talking with him, um, that is a daily habit that will really boost your spiritual growth. It will really connect you, not just with who you think God is or who you want God to be or the things you want from him, but with the truth of our creator who is good and loving and faithful. If you do not currently have a daily habit of that time with him, let me encourage you to check out the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. This is a resource that I have developed um, based on (laughs) years and years and years of of trial and error with figuring out a daily habit that works for me to spend time in the word, to spend time in prayer. And so I've developed this and it's a free resource that I want and pray is a, is a help for you. And so the link is in the show notes. You can download right now your totally free copy of the Holy Habits 45 day Bible and prayer challenge. And this will walk you through specific scriptures to read every day for 45 days, because if you do it every day for 45 days, my friend, you've got a new habit. (laughs) That's how habits work. We do it repetitively and then for good or for bad, it's ingrained in us. And so it'll provide 45 days worth of scripture passages and specific questions to think about each day that will help you actually understand what God's talking about and, and hear him a little more clearly. And then it also provides guidance in how to pray for the people and the things that are most important to you, how to do that with consistency to come before the Lord. So if that would be a helpful resource for you, check out the link in the show notes and get your copy today of the Holy Habits Challenge. And now let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, And I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, 
to love yourself, your family, and those around you well. You're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Okay, I know that we are digging into Psalm 100 today, but before we open the pages of scripture, I almost forgot to remind you, to invite you to enter into my birthday giveaway. Our very next episode, uh, next week, Tuesday, July 13th, is airing on my birthday. And so we are doing a giveaway because it's just no fun to celebrate by yourself. Come on, guys, no way. Um, Our most popular episode so far on the Love Your People Well podcast has been about boundaries. And so for this giveaway, you can win your very own copy of the book, Boundaries, When to Say Yes, How to Say No. It is a super practical, easy read. I recommend it all the time in the counseling room and people always find it really helpful. So I'm giving away a copy of this book along with a gift card for some coffee because, you know, that's just fun. (laughs) Uh, I like to go to a coffee shop, sit and read for a little bit, you know, in the like two times a year when I have time to do that. Uh, And so I thought you might enjoy the same. So if you would like to enter the giveaway, there is still time um, up until Monday because I'll be announcing the winners on my birthday, which is Tuesday, the 13th of July, 2021. And so if you want to enter, uh, you actually can, you can still get up to five entries right now. Um, Step one is to leave a written review of the Love Your People Well podcast, whatever podcast player you're using. um, I use Apple Podcasts. If you scroll down to the review section on the, um, the podcast page, you'll see a little link there. Leave a written review. So leave a review, take a screenshot of your review, and then post it in your Instagram stories and tag me. Okay, my handle on Instagram is at love your people well. So tag me and that tag is your entry into the giveaway. And then you can get up to four more entries for yourself by listening to uh, this episode or whatever your favorite episodes have been. And again, take a screenshot of yourself listening to the episode, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at love your people well. So I would love to be announcing your name on Tuesday the 13th. I have two books and two gift cards, and I am excited to celebrate my birthday with my people. All right. I also want to give a quick disclaimer, Um, not that we're digging into mental health things today necessarily, but I always want to make sure that we're on the same page. I am a licensed professional counselor but I am not your counselor. This podcast is not therapy. And so there is always a link in the show notes. If you do think counseling might be helpful for you in this season of life, there is a uh, link to a page on the Love Your People Well website, which might help you kind of think through that and uh, possibly connect with a great counselor for yourself. Okay, we've got all of that filed away. And now we're going to talk about joy. My friend, this episode is airing on Friday. I want you to go into the weekend, no matter what season of life you're in right now, and experience joy. And Psalm 100 is such a great place for us to explore the the idea of joy, the question of of how do we find joy, because uh, I actually was reading and praying through this scripture this morning, and um, and I was mapping it out. I don't know. I'm very visual, like mapping out scripture. How does Um, how does verse one lead into verse two connect to the next paragraph? You know, how does the Lord actually build an argument or build a a message, a point for us to walk away with? And as I'm mapping that out for Psalm 100, I'm like, oh my goodness, this, this really helps me understand how do we find joy? And what does that look like even when 
life feels like it's falling apart around us. So we're just going to walk through that today, and I hope that it is an encouragement for you. Um, So if we look at Psalm 100, I'm going to read the psalm for us, and then we're going to break it down and apply it to the difficult situations, the trials of life. So Psalm 100, it's real short, it's only five verses, says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Okay, now feel free to hit pause and just kind of rest with that because the Lord's word is always better than my word. Uh, (laughs) Trust me in that. But let's break this down together. Um, We see a pattern here in Psalm 100. The scripture starts by telling us to have joy, shout for joy to the Lord, and to worship. That's verses 1 and 2. Shout for joy, worship the Lord, be glad, come before him with joyful songs. So it starts with this idea of joy. But then it moves into telling us why it is that we can and really should have joy and worship and be singing to the Lord. And it's not because life is so easy and it's not because we get everything that we want. It is because we know who God is. And that was the part this morning that really was such an encouragement to me. Um, Verse three, that's exactly what it says. Know that the Lord is God. And then it describes a little bit more about who he is and our relationship with him. He is the one who made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. And so when we, when we see what God is telling us here, yes, he's calling us to shout for joy, to worship. He's not putting any qualifications on that. He's not saying shout for joy when it's your wedding day and you're celebrating and life is wonderful. He's not saying worship the Lord because I said yes to your prayer request and you got the new job or, um, you know, your kid got an A on his test or whatever it might be. None of that, none of this call to worship with joyful songs is contingent upon what's happening in our life. We can and should joyfully worship because we know God. If we truly know him, we know his character if we know the reality and the depth and the intimacy of our relationship with him, then why wouldn't we worship? Why wouldn't we have joy? And so we see this flow here in Psalm 100. Shout for joy, worship the Lord, come before him with joyful songs. Because, now I'm adding the word because, but, but it leads us there to say, know that the Lord is good. He made us, we're his, we belong to him. And then it kind of circles back to joy. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. And I can tell you both, both as a counselor, as a Christian, um, in every area of life, I have learned this connection between thanksgiving and joy. Because the more that I am focused on the things that I am thankful for, the things that I can celebrate, even if they might feel really small in the moment compared to all the other hardship that's going on, 
There is so much to be thankful for. And when I'm focused on my thankfulness, my gratitude, if I'm entering the Lord's gates with thanksgiving and praise, I will feel more joyful. I will have the emotional experience of joy, and I will have the the natural heart response to God of joy. And so we see this flow through this scripture. Shout for joy to the Lord because we know him and we have relationship with him. We focus on thanksgiving. If we have a right relationship with God, we are his people, we are the sheep of his pasture, then sister, we have so much to be thankful for. And we can come before him with thanksgiving and praise. And then the psalm closes out in verse 5, telling us, for the Lord is good. It tells us actually three things about the Lord. He is good, his love endures forever, and his faithfulness continues through all generations. And what an encouragement this is when we think about how do I find joy in the trials of life when I'm crying and I'm on my knees and things are just falling down around me. All of that is temporary. It doesn't feel temporary in the moment. But the reality is that it is temporary. All of our trials, all of our pain, one day will be wiped away. It won't even be a memory. And yes, that won't come until we are in heaven with the Lord face to face. But even in this life, our trials never last forever. They feel like they do when we're in the middle of them. But we get over the illness. We recover from the the pain. Um, We may never fully go back to who we were if we are dealing with something incredibly deep, like pain or grief or trauma. We're not going to go back to who we were, but we are going to find a new normal, a new way of enjoying our people and engaging in the things that God continues to put in front of us today. And so our trials, our pain is temporary, but the Lord, his qualities, his goodness, his love, his faithfulness, that endures forever. And so once again, when we think about how is it that God can call me to be joyful to worship him, to give him thanksgiving and praise when I'm struggling so much. Well, we don't do that because he's going to take away all of our pain, you know, five minutes from now or five days from now, or when I ask him to, or when I say exactly the right magical words in my prayer, that's not how it works. But we know that all of that is temporary and the Lord and his goodness and his love and his faithfulness, it's not temporary. It's eternal. So I know, my friend, I've mentioned I was reading through this psalm this morning and finding it particularly encouraging um, to be reminded of these truths. Why can I find joy even when I'm struggling? I can experience joy. I can worship the Lord because I know him. I have relationship with him. I can focus on what I am thankful for. And I can rest in his eternal character. Because all the crap that we go through in life, it's not forever. But the Lord, his goodness, his faithfulness is forever. So let's just kind of review this, this, uh, the walk through Psalm 100. How the Lord builds us toward a better understanding of joy in this simple and short psalm. 
We see the call at the beginning to shout for joy, to worship the Lord. And then he tells us one of the reasons why we can do that and we should do that. Because we know that the Lord is God and we have relationship with him. So we enter his gates with thanksgiving. So we see this connection back to the joy, the thanksgiving, the praise, our response to God. And again, then it closes out reminding us why we can do that. Because the Lord is good. We see the Lord telling us, how do we respond to him? We shout for joy. We worship. Why do we do that? Because he is God and he created us and has relationship with us. And so we respond. We enter his gates with thanksgiving, with praise. Why why can we do that? Why do we do that? Why should we do that? Because of who he is. He's good. He's loving. And he's faithful. So my friend, I hope that these thoughts on joy and worship even in the midst of pain and trial. I hope that these thoughts are encouraging for you. But the main thing that I would like for you to walk away with today that I hope that you will do the minute that I stop talking, which will be in just a moment, (laughs) uh, and you go about your day, I hope that you will take time today to give joy, worship, thanksgiving, praise to the Lord. You can do that in 30 seconds, you can do it in 30 minutes, whatever you have time for today. Think of something you're thankful for and say, thank you, God. Worship him. If you don't have the words yourself, find a song that you can just sing along to or even just listen to in the background. If it feels like everything is falling apart around you, know that God is still there. He is shepherding you through the trial and focus on his character. You can just open the Bible and read Psalm 100 right here, and it will walk you through it. I know that that's what I like to do when I feel stuck, when I feel like I don't know what to say in prayer. I I don't know how to process these emotions and this, this difficulty. I open the words of scripture. I just read what God has already said, and I trust that he's going to help me understand that in the moment through the presence of the Holy Spirit. And he will do that for you, my friend. All right. Don't forget to take a screenshot and enter the giveaway. Don't forget to download the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. And most importantly, my friend, don't forget to shout for joy to the Lord, to worship him, to give him thanks and praise. Hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.